Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Here we are again, UFC Casuals Corner. I'm joined by, of course, my co-host Steve Mulali. Uh, I am Nick Woodley, and Steve, can you can you hear something in the background? I can't, I can't <laughs> quite make it out. It kind of sounds like Darren Till, maybe <laughs> Patty the Batty. What, what the fuck is that noise? Um, it's a northwest accent, is what it is. I can't say it's a Scouse accent because I'm not actually from Liverpool, but yeah, that's all I get all the time. You sound like that until. Hello, everyone. Tom here, just outside of Liverpool. Ready to give you my thoughts on the UFC for the weekend. Steve, did you catch any of that? We're going to need subtitles. <laughs> We're going to need subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone from a Kiwi, a Kiwi and an Irishman to a Kiwi and an Irishman to a Kiwi and Irishman and a Scouser, mate. Fucking hell. We're, we're going international. We're going international. Worldwide. <laughs> it feels like you're going upwards. So you're getting some good people on here. Irish, Scouser. It feels nice. Well, I think we'll find out from, you know, when we get some feedback around it when they say, oh, Nick, you were really good and Steve had some good points, but I couldn't understand that other fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you boys doing? How's the, how's the Friday Eve going? Good mate, good. I'm doing quite well. Um, break from the UFC last week wasn't great, but I think we're we're blessed this weekend with an amazing card. So, very much looking forward to it. Absolutely, you've been in the gym today as well, Steve. You just saying you finished two sessions out of City Kickboxing? Yes, sir. So I'm sitting down, pretty sore, but that's what we're here for. Nice. And Tom, you've been on the phone to Cejudo all day, was it? Yeah. Fuming with him. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Why right. me and Henry on CNI to at the moment? Um, but no, good week. I recorded for my hangover to the start of the week, but um, a lot of training. I just had my my ass whooped for an hour and a half straight today, so I'm ready to talk about it. Let's fucking get into it. Uh, from all three of us here at Casuals Corner, uh, the three scrappy white belts that we are. We're excited to bring you guys a little coverage on UFC 273, uh, Volkanovski versus the Korean Zombie. Um, Chang Sung Jung so as always going to give you our casual opinion talk a little bit of shit rip on Steve and now Tom <laughs> of course for his accent um, and really looking forward to this one so boys I'm sure there's going to be a few ums and ahs and a, a little bit of here and there's but what are we thinking here have we have we had a look over the card how are we feeling what's the energy towards it we've been blessed this year already four cards and this one's out fucking absolute cracker again I think Oh, a hundred percent, mate. Um, it's gonna be pretty tricky to be better than the London card, um, but with some of the fights on here, I think it, you know it could very well live up to it. But um, yeah, main card is great, and then we obviously got my boy Ian Gary, who very excited to see. Um, he was tested a lot in his last fight; didn't look too great until he just put him down. So I'm expecting a more polished kind of appearance from him this time. So it'll be very interesting to see. Absolutely, and he he hasn't drawn. You know, by any means a scrub in Darian Weeks is a good striker. So it's going to be an interesting first round, and hopefully those lights aren't as bright as they were last time. I think he sort of did stumble a little bit there. Um, yeah. You know, and took his time to find his rhythms. But Tom, what do you reckon? Ian Gary, the future? Is he is he the future? Is he going to just be the present and then the past, or is he? Do you reckon he's got a good shot in the sport at the moment? No, he's doing well, isn't he? He's eight and oh. He's talking the talk and walking the walk. So um. Following in McGregor's footsteps, if you like, mm. uh, I just think the UFC don't, don't throw him quite in the deep end. Just calm down with him a little bit, and um, I think he'll do good stuff. I was looking at a few of his of his wins, and a lot of them have finishes, head kicks. There's a there's a variant of a few. There's a submission in there as well. So he's got he's got the whole package, hasn't he? Yeah. But I was thinking he's ease him in. I don't want him if you throw him in too early. You know what could happen. But yeah. No, fingers crossed for him. Yeah. Some good points there. I think he's he's well-rounded obviously 170 is a very competitive d- division um you know and like you sort of touched on there he's had that moment where he's sort of reminiscing with bisping about conor mcgregor and steve i'm not going to ask you because you'll agree but um <laughs> was it a little bit cringe tom do you think we've sort of seen it all before in terms of the irish hype and we're here to take over and all that shit again is he sort of just treating the coattails a little too much or do you really think he is he's got a good shot um, and I quite liked it when he said, Don't, it's not cutting me with a word, but it was like, a wise man once said, yeah, yeah. Kinda, listen, that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. I liked that a little bit. So like, he's not completely, because you see a lot of people copying McGregor, literally word for word, red panty night, whatever. But at least he said out there, you know, 
um, a wise man once said, so I was happy with that. But um, no, he's doing good. For sure. It, it, look, all right, fuck it. Steve, what do you got? Have your little spiel about your, your countrymen, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your man with your man with two first names, mate. Fuck it, leave the poor guy alone. Nah, you nah, can't nah, even nah, spell nah. Gary, mate. G A R R Y. What is going it's on? Irish. Is that guy? <laughs> Ian. Nah, I, I, I honestly think he's he's the man. Um, I was I thought he would do better in his first fight in the UFC. Um, but he's only young. What is he like? Twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, yeah, around there. Um, yeah, and like definitely, I think the occasion probably got to him, but. You know, he still got the win, which is great. And what was the Cage Warriors he was in previously? Yeah. Where he was like, he looked really, really good in there. So, you know, did, even though he's not fighting the greatest guy this time, um, he still has to put a much better appearance up. Like, it'll be yeah. interesting. But, um, yeah, Different. as he said, we're, we're not here to take part, mate. We're here to take over. So, <laughs> fuck, go. someone should um, trademark that. That's almost a good saying. Um, <laughs> and, and you did, right? Look, I mean, Jordan Williams in the last fight, he. I felt like Jordan Williams was winning that first round until he sort of threw that really careless right cross yeah. and had his chin up and Ian just stepped aside and bang, bang. But, I mean, you're going to see a little bit more of improvement in Darian Weeks. Darian Weeks is only his second fight in the UFC. His debut was end of last year against Brian Barberino, who's a fucking tough motherfucker. Um, he actually fought on the same card as Kaikara a couple of weeks ago and got the decision win over Matt Brown, which is a brutal, brutal... Um, fight for that whole 15 minutes so daring weeks went the distance with Brian um, unfortunately didn't come away with the decision but if you can sort of weather the storm with that guy then you know he's he's probably going to cause a few problems for um, for Ian Gary for his you know for Darian's second UFC fight so yeah definitely one to keep an eye on on the prelims as well um, what else have we got in the prelims boys what what sort of fights have, other than the main card are you guys looking forward to we've got um Jazino Rosenstrike versus Marcin Tiboro, that's going to be a killer. Um, Oli Nick's on the court as well against Jared Van Der, a couple of heavyweight fights for you. What are you guys looking forward to in terms of the prelims? Um, Rosenstrike's grabbed my attention because I was looking at a few of his last ones and since he beat um, Overeem, he lost against Ngannou and yeah. then won against uh, Junior Santos and then lost and then won and then lost. So he's up and down like like a yo-yo, so I'm hoping yeah. to see him back on the win streak again because he's an absolute unit. And his fights are fun, like, aren't they? Yeah, Not for sure. Normally wars. So I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen too much of his opponents. Is it Marcin and Tiberiata? Yep. Yeah, and, and he's sort of the more of like a, um, a wrestler towards... I mean, he's got that Polish power. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he, he's sort of towards the back end, end of his career. 36, I mean, some could say that's still young for a heavyweight. Um, but he's he's coming off a pretty tough decision loss against Alexander Volkov, um, which is sort of towards the back end of last year. But yeah, really hard to make a case for Marcin in that fight. I think Jarzinho's definitely drew a good performance. Um, you know, coming off a pretty pretty disappointing loss against Curtis Blades, he sort of didn't get started, um, and Blades just wrestled him for that sort of fifteen minutes. So. He's had a few up and downs, but I definitely think he's got the potential to finish this one um, quite early on. I definitely think he can outstrike Tybura. Um, and his takedown defense, you know, he's probably been drilling that pretty hard since he got mopped by um, Curtis Blades. Steve, you want to weigh in on this one? Who have you got in that one? Have you got Rosenstrike? You reckon he walks over Marston Tybura? Or? Um, I, I reckon it'll be pretty close, but like with Rosenstrike. I think he's going to kind of get that gatekeeper status if he doesn't start putting a run together. Yeah. Because like his his three losses, in fairness, have been in Ganu, Gane, and Blades. Yeah. But like they're all in the in the top. So, but like if he loses this one, um, he's just going to be that person that fights up and coming fighters. So like it's a big big fight for him. But I I, I kind of I don't know I sway a little bit towards Tybora. I think it's the Polish power that gets me. But it'll be an interesting one. Um, that that's before in Gary's fight, right? Yeah, from my knowledge, I think that's yeah. um, second or third it's to last on the really on the prelims. So yeah, it's, it's just a good little lead up to him, for sure, for sure. And then obviously we've got the first fight on the main card. You got uh, Vince Parshell and Mark Mazin. I'm really excited for this fight. I think these, you know, Mark Mazin especially, he's really really interesting fighter to watch. Huge wrestling base, really good foundations. 
Um, and Vince Pichel's definitely got some good striking and one hell of a moustache. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> it's definitely a good way to kick off this card. I think these guys are... You know, Mark Mazin's definitely going to bring something to the table and spice up that lightweight division. There sort of hasn't been a predominant wrestler at 155. You've got a couple of really good jiu-jitsu guys, and then for the mo- for the majority, it's, it's just strikers, really. Um, so... Yeah, how do you guys see this one going down? Tom, you want to kick us off here, mate? Are you siding with with the mustache or are you going to go with the crazy uh, crazy Dane? <laughs> uh, looking at this one, again, 11-0 grabs my attention, so probably Mark Marsden for this one. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen too much of it, uh, Vince Mitchell, but probably, yeah, when I see the O's, it kind of grabs, grabs my attention. I haven't seen too much of both of them, but after watching a few of the highlights, I'm probably going to go with Mark. For sure. And like all, all credit to Vince Pichel, like he's his his only two losses is fourteen and two, still really fucking impressive. Um, he's had a pretty good run in the UFC. He's been in for a while. He's um, quite experienced. Obviously, that comes with being thirty nine years of age. Um, but his his only two losses have been to wrestlers. One of them was Gregor Galipsi, um, which is fucking if you can go head to head with that guy and come out somewhat okay, you can almost class class that as a win. Um, but um, in terms of Mark Mazin, yeah, look, this, this guy's just really, really tactical. Um, really high fight IQ, always ready. Um, he's training with Gastelum at the moment mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, if you're a lightweight training with a middleweight in terms of wrestling and, and jiu-jitsu and stuff, I'm sure that's going to do nothing but better you. But, um, yeah, I can't see Pichel outworking him. I, I can just sort of see Mark Mazin mauling him for 15 minutes, maybe even getting a finish. But um, I, I've picked Decision. He's coming off a pretty good performance against Clay Guida, that crazy, crazy man, um, which sort of the judges scored probably a little bit more close than it was. Um, but looking forward to seeing him get some of those big judo throws. Some of that, you know, he's a, he's a, he's only five eight, which is for a lightweight. I mean, it's kind of small, but he's just so stocky, and he's he's def- I think he's a, a legitimate contender at at one fifty five, and it'd be good to see him get in the rankings, but. You guys have probably been put to sleep by that yarn, Steve. Yeah. Cut me off, mate. Tell me, tell me, make an argument for the fucking killer mustache that is Vince Pichel. You know how it goes by now, mate. I'm going to very politely disagree with both of you because I'm saving the animosity for later on when we get to the other fights. Um, but yeah, I watched. Um, I don't really know too much about the Mark Mazden guy, but I watched his last fight with um, Clay Guida, um, which he just looked bang average. Um, he didn't really use his wrestling. And Guida did quite well against him, um, so I just was very unimpressed. And then I watched a couple of fights with Vince. Um, I, I kind of get Bobby Green vibes off him the way he holds his hands, which is kind of scary. But I don't know. I, I have a feeling that it will it will go similar to that fight against Clay Guida that Mark had, um, and I can just see Vince getting it by decision. Um, but if Mark uses his wrestling, then it's only going to go one way. Um, but it'll be interesting to see because you know it's quite tricky to fight in your back foot. I think that's one thing that that Vince fella um, has a knack for. Mm. He seems to do it quite well, and maybe that's because he has his hands down low. But I just have a feeling that because he'd be fighting on the back foot, that that might play into his favour. But yeah, I think decision for Vince. Interesting, and yeah, I, the the moving backwards and the backpedaling. I don't think he got the knockout, did he? he just he just knocked down. I think it was Austin Hubbard, but uh, I mean, it looked clean. It was clean, you're right, on the back foot, yeah. moving backwards, and that's something that's really, really hard to do. Um, no matter, you know, even if you're a fucking, if you, you're the division champion, like, you see some of these guys moving forward and getting caught, like, Mershard against, not to bring him up already, but Kamza, <laughs> you know, like, if you're moving backwards and you get put, back gets put against the cage and you, you know, that's not exactly what you want from a fight so yeah I, I can see it I can see it and I definitely think Vince has the striking advantage maybe Madsen thought he had something to prove against Clay Guida um, but yeah I guess so look I think make or break for these guys right like what are we fucking one's 39 one's 37 like not young chickens mm-hmm. anymore but yeah know, and I've, what's that mark fella is he what's it called um, Greco wrestling or something is it that's what you got the silver medal in yeah Greco Roman wrestling yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. he's he's scary, man. Like if he t- if he turns it on, I I definitely think he can um, outwork Vince. But hey, 
Like Vogue says, mate, anybody's got a puncher's chance, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Anything to add there, Tom? You're suspiciously quiet for someone who talks a hell of a lot in person. Do you know what? I was trying to think, I'll be honest. I was like, when you mentioned Ken Gastelum, I was like, do we know why he pulled out yet? Oh, I I actually don't know. Like, because now Jessica Duplessis doesn't even have a fight at all. That's what I'm trying to say because I was just having a flick through and I was like, hang on. I know he's pulled out and it was injury or whatnot. And I know was out watched the video and his opponent's gobbing off. Yeah. Um and giving giving out a lot. And I was like, well, why is it undisclosed? Like, what's he broke? Unless it's his private part. He was more tellers. <laughs> I don't know what's what the crack is, so I just wonder if you knew. No, I actually that that was has escaped me before even coming on tonight, like I was talking about it with someone today and, and that didn't even come up so yeah not not too sure quite disappointed in that because that was going to be that had the potential to be an absolute cracker of a fight and Gaston needs a win as well don't he oh he does he's down bad let's, yeah let's be honest he needs he needs something he needs to go down to 170 mate <laughs> yeah, he's a bit curvy isn't he let's be honest yeah he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bit lumpy that's like, how I like to describe him <laughs> You can definitely see a few love handles. Like you can definitely cut, cut a bit of that off. I've got a few love handles myself, and I can chop that. So maybe he could get down. Has he fought down there before? At one seventy, I'm not too sure. Maybe sometime earlier in his career. Um, but in the UFC, he's always been a one eighty fiver. And he does it right. Like he takes a he takes a good shot and he gets you know straight back up and that. But when he comes up against legitimate one eighty fivers, man. He just he just struggles. How tall is he? Small, isn't he? he ain't, yeah, he's he's. He must be one of the smallest. When him and Whitaker, I think Whitaker was just edging on height. Yeah, and Whitaker's about six foot, so. He's five eleven, same as me. I think. Is Not he? that I, I've been looking, but yeah, he's about the same height. <laughs> Obviously, a lot skinnier, but yeah. <laughs> Not by much, mate. Not by much. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's kick on. So we've got Mackenzie Dern and Tisha Torres. Um, coming to this one at the 115 pound division. What, what do we call that? Strawweight, is it? Must be. Women's strawweight yep. division? Yeah, strawweight. Yeah, correct. 115 pounds. Says here that Tisha Torres is 5 foot 1. Mate, I wouldn't put her past 5 foot at all. She's tiny. <laughs> What's she, 5 1? Wow, that's what, that's what it says on the UFC, on the sure dog and that. But like, What is 5 1? Well, how small is that? Mate, and a sh- that's a generous 5 1. She is a small girl. How tall's um Mackenzie? About five three, five four. I there's a few inches in him. <laughs> Alright. Jesus Christ. No, but I reckon you get to the weigh ins and you'll be like, okay. <laughs> well, on their on their on their size or the way they're looking, what do you mean by okay? Well, I don't know. Well, I mean each to their own, but I think you're gonna like she's literally probably could legally be a dwarf, you know, like Jesus Christ, yeah, <laughs> fair. Bit of reach on it though. Um so coming into this one, last five, I mean Tisha's fucking fought everyone in that division, mate. And Mackenzie Dern's coming off a pretty savage decision loss against Marina Rodriguez, who's hell of a competitor for that belt. Um, but Tisha Torres, thirteen and five. She's for she's coming off a good decision over Angela Hill, who's a tough one. And she's for Marina Rodriguez as well. She's fought everyone, man. She's lost to Wei Lee, Joanna Jajacic, um, Jessica Andrade, Rose Namajunas, like. Big names, she's fought them, she's got a hell of a lot of experience. But in the other corner, Mackenzie Dern has one hell of a fucking armbar, doesn't she? For sure, holy lord. She has a good old um, YouTube video of her highlights. And yeah. Like, I'd say six of them are just armbars and they're yeah. disgusting. <laughs> like, it's like, um, what's the. Um, what's his man? Your man's name, the two guys that fought, the guy that's champion now, well, not well to it. Um, Ferguson versus Oliveira. Oh, yeah. It was like, you get that kind of vibe, twisting and turning and... Oh. She locks it up as well. Like, she, it's it's not one that you can sort of roll out of, I mean. Yeah. But, hey, that, that's that's one half of the fight, you know. Like, there's still the stand-up game. Every every fight starts on its feet, of course. Yeah. Bisping will tell you 17 times throughout a fight. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Tisha Torres here. I think she's going to be a little bit too much on the feet for McKenzie. Obviously, inevitably, if it does go to down uh, go down to the ground, then that's McKenzie's world. But conditioning and, and solid MMA foundations. She's a small girl, but she's quite strong for 115. She can sort of tend to out-muscle those grappling situations. Um, and I really think McKenzie's going to have a, have a tough time taking her down. Um, 
UFC website says McKenzie has 10% takedown accuracy. I mean, probably a little bit hard done by there. Um, it depends what you define as a as a takedown. Like a lot of hers come from the clinch and sort of drag downs and pull downs and pulling guard and stuff, but um, scrambles and all, all, all that sort of shit. But she's definitely a specialist. But I, again, I think Tisha experience, uh, way better footwork, better striking, going to stick and move. Um, her wrestling defense is, is pretty good for someone who's only four foot two. So, <laughs> Tom, are you going to make an argument that disagrees with me here? Or? Listen, I'm I'm just sitting on the fence, mm. right down the middle, because mm. Mackenzie's ground game is just it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's an art. Yeah, it's nice to watch. Yeah, and then Tisha, she's fought literally. If you go through everyone she's fought, she's the, the best. Yeah, the best. She's been beaten by a majority of them. Yeah, but she's been in. She's been in there. Do you know what I mean? And she's got that experience. But with that, with that factor, the takedown was just ten percent. Um, takedown offense was it? Mm, yeah, accuracy. Yeah, ten percent is not very high, is it? No. Let's be honest. I was gonna. So I'm probably gonna go t-shirt as well. To be honest, this... um, just by experience, that's yeah. what I'm gonna go for. It's something that might sway you as well. Tisha's never been stopped, so. Mm, yeah, that's fair as well. I see Mackenzie was making, she was saying something on, on I think it was like Hawaii or whatever it may be. Oh, yeah. saying, like, I want to be the next, I want to have the most submissions or whatever. Listen, I wouldn't even worry about that, love. Let's worry about, let's worry about being the next person because you've just been beat. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people go on there saying they want to set records. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> let's just beat the next person the next person could end up taking your head off and yeah. the experience I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with the tiny tornado Love what, a fucking, what a fucking fight name mate it sounds like yeah. an ice cream doesn't it I like it the tiny tornado if you go to, if you go to the shop can you get me a tiny tornado like, hey. oh, triple T I like it <laughs> don't get me started on triple C oh triple C move fucking on. hell mate we've been, in the, oh, we've been here for Christ. 10 minutes and he's talking about Sahuna again move on Jesus Christ alright Steve let's hear it Oh, guys, fuck's sake. Hey, I'm, I'm you're going to do it on him? Yeah, you're fucking... You are, you're, you're going to be so absolute filthy, filthy casual. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be hey, that guy. Mate, I've just been fucking honest. I don't know what kind of fight you were looking at. You just fancied the, t- the tiny tornado for some reason, but... Hey, I thought the man that knows everything about armbars would obviously sway towards Mackenzie as well, Tom. So I'm, I'm disappointed that you didn't. Um, I just yeah. I, I see I see what happened mate is basically so for Tisha I've got written down obviously Tiny Tornado she's dogged speedy and explodes well so she's like an animal she's like, but she's like a pit bull I just think that she's going to come in too much and Mackenzie's going to do one of her trips and if it goes to the floor which it will at some point unless Tisha knocks her clean out um, it's going to go to the floor at some point and Mackenzie's just going to wrap her up um, and I'm going to say with an arm bar as well why not I don't know if she can armbar her, Steve. Tisha's a strong girl. She's a strong girl. Is she going to get her to the floor with that big 10%? Yeah. What happens to the 90% of the time? Think about that, Steve. That's that's shooting 10 times and only getting one, you know, so. Yeah, and how big is the gas tank for 10 times? Can't be that big because she's only 115 pounds. Yeah, she's just had a kid, so. Well, not just, but. Guys, he's might have a bit of a vendetta against this lovely Mackenzie Darn here. So no, no, she's, absolutely. No, she's not. a great gal. Yeah, love the arm bars, but yeah. I think Triple T is gonna take her head off. Triple T, I like that. Um, look, I think the argument I have for Mackenzie, yeah, she's. I think Tisha's too slick, too experienced to get caught in an armbar. If anything, there could be a bit of a scramble back to the feet when she takes the back and gives her a good rear naked choke. But I mean, fair, fair. I don't, I don't see an armbar. Um, again, Tisha's never been stopped by submission or KO. Just had decisions to the fucking top of the top. So, yeah, I think I think there'd be a good one to, to, to watch. Um, I'm glad it's on the main card. It's good to see Mackenzie. You know, she's ranked five, so she hasn't had a fight for a while. But it's going to be good to mix it up from the lads on the on the on the main card. Here we go. Here All right, we go. So, where to start on this one? Gilbert Burns, Dorino, uh, ranked number two against Hamzat Boz or the Wolf, or however you want to say it. Smash. Uh, Kamev, ranked number 11. Unheard of, unspoken of. Huge, huge super fight. Burns, 20 and 4. Kamzat, 10 and 0. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite my tongue for this one, Steve. You can start us off here. 
I, I have a feeling you're going to make some crazy argument for Gilbert Burns choking him out with a triangle or something or a twister. A <laughs> <laughs> twister, yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, this is, like, exciting. I, I, first thing I'll say is I just want to see Kamza get, like, a proper... Like, I want to see him get hit. Just like, one properly. good smack. Just, just, just one. Just Even if it doesn't do anything, <laughs> just, just hit him once and then, you know, at least he's been hit properly. Um, but, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Um, I don't think Kamza's really fought anyone, bar Jingling, but... You know, Gilbert Burns, just like the the kind of case he's made for Tisha previously, he's fought for Thompson, Usman, Woodley. Like he's had some big fights, big stage. Um, he's not going to be a walkover. Like if Kamzat goes in and picks him up, and does what he did to Yingying, oh my God! Like that would be insane. Like I can't see it happening. Um, I think this, I think this one is going to go maybe second or third round. Um. And I, I honestly think I don't know who I'm. I'm quite stuck, so I'm interested to hear what you say. But I think I know what you're going to say. But um, I, I just can't really call it. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot closer than everybody thinks. First of all, can we just in future podcasts, whenever we talk about Li Jingliang, you're banned from saying his name. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! D- don't imitate my accent, right? Jesus. <laughs> let's just let's just call call it what it is. Let's just call him the leech, okay? I heard I heard Jingling, I heard Jingling. Hey, we just call him Leech, alright? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve, great idea, mate. Love your work. Thank you, sir. Right, right. So that was that was you officially in front of everybody picking Gilbert Burns. That's what I heard. Like, I, I, I heard Gilbert Burns. I smelt Gilbert Burns. And, and Gilbert Burns stoppage as well. He said it's going to go to the second or the third. Mm. What's he going to stop him with? Like, huh? Tell me what he's going to stop him with. Go on. <laughs> Guys, I don't you know. You know you get that feeling, right? You just... Actually, right. do you know what? what? What do you guys think? You swear me, right? Because I have a fair idea of the kind of spiels you're going to tell me, so go for it. If, if Gilbert Burns stops him... He's got, he's got to snap his arm off. If he snaps his arm off, Kamzat's going to use it and I'm going to beat him up with it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. For fucking free. All right. I'm going to have to take the rainy and they can give him my 10 cents, right? Mate, send it. Kamzat is going to walk in there and he's going to he's gonna take his head clean off and it's going to be in the first round. It is. Okay. They're, they're going to go in there and they're probably going to stand toe-to-toe and they're going to bang and Kamzat's reach is actually I, it's the same as Usman's mm. and I think he's going to use that to the advantage because Gilbert Baines struggled with that you can see he got, he got knocked over twice with, the, with a jab in two different stances yeah. do you know what I mean so I think he's going to utilise that and you've seen uh, Kamzat's right hand as well it's savage I think he's going to have too much power and I, I was watching one video and Kamzat I don't know if you guys have seen it I don't know if they're weighing in or whatever in the sauna and comes up, walks past him, and he goes, "Are oh, you tiny, bro? You tiny?" Like <laughs> Gilbert Burns is looking up at him, and comes out just looking down. I'm going, "You tiny!" And he goes to shake his hand. He goes, "Squeeze me harder, show me!" Like he's already in his head. You know what I mean? I just think, I think it's gonna be a walkover. He's gonna hit him. He's gonna drop. He's and I don't think Kamzat's gonna be scared to just, don't say, not go in his guard as such, but go over him, and he's gonna hammer fist him in the head. He's gonna go, round. go through him, yeah. Yeah, he's not. I don't think he's that concerned because a lot of his stoppages, he's he's throwing people down and standing over them. He's, he's a quality wrestler, isn't he? So I don't think he's that worried. Everyone's saying, "Oh, Gilbert Burns' submission game is unbelievable," but he hasn't. In his last seven, he's only subbed one person. Do you mm. know what I mean? All mm. the subs were at the start of his career. And that like, yeah, well, that was yeah, and that all his sub, well, most of his subs are lightweight. You're right. Exactly. I'm saying he's obviously he's world class. Yeah. Um, BJJ champion again, that but he's not. Who's he tapped out lately? Who's mm. in the top ten, top fifteen? If you can answer me that one, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where's he, where he pulling this armbar out of hell from? Oh, I never mentioned anything about a submission, did I? I'm just saying. I just that's me. That's me anyway, Nick. What do you reckon? Mate, yeah, I'm with you. I think. I think. I think the leech. This might hurt you a little bit, Steve. I think the leech was on paper a bigger challenge for Hamzat than Gilbert was. Look, Gilbert's a lightweight. Um, coming up to to welterweight, you know, um, after a couple of yeah submissions and then a few, you know, I lost against Hooker and some of the more rangy, skinnier guys there. And and Kamza is just a fucking, he's a let, he, let's just call it what he is. He's a, he's a one eighty five, fighting at one seventy. 
Um, he's a natural 170. He's looking past Burns. He's looking past Kamaru straight at Adesanya, you know. Um, he's about to bully Gilbert for about two and a half minutes before figuring out the footwork and how he moves backwards and stuffing one or two takedown shots and Burns gives up mentally and, and comes out, just did exactly what it did to Gerald Mishart and just fucking, yeah, smoking him. May might be a bit tougher, he might take one or two, but inevitably ground and pound, maybe ground and pound into into rear naked choke, but I really, I really just see him beating the fuck out of him. Do you think he'll shoot? Absolutely not. No? Nah? No, nah, nah, I, I really mm. don't. Like, you know, you know what I heard online this week? Kamzat's coach was talking to someone and he goes, Kamzat's never been subbed in the gym. <laughs> what? <laughs> Imagine having that reputation of rolling with your whole gym. Bro, he trains with fucking... Um, what's his... Um, Gustav, Alexander Gustafsson, you know, mm, and some of, yeah. these, some of these big guys. Um, Imagine just being having the audacity to walk around the gym and be like, hey, brother, no one can sub me, brother. Like, <laughs> you're just fucking eating, eating his lunch between rounds, just looking at everyone going smash, you know. Um, I, just can't, I just can't see it. And I think it's condition as well. Like, think about it. It comes out we've not seen mm. fuck all. Mm. That's the funny bit about it. We don't know what he's got. Yeah. Well, imagine he comes out there and throws a spinning, spinning back kick to the head. You don't know because you've not seen this fight's you haven't seen all of them, do you know what I mean? Or go, or go that far. So Literally. it's quite interesting. So if it does go a little bit further, we've all heard the rumours. Dan Till's been saying it, Brisbane's been saying it, his conditioning is next level. Mm. So I imagine it starts, even if it, even if he does make it out of the first or whatever, like, we'll see, we're going to see comes up pushing, push the pace, non-stop punching. And if he does decide to shoot, like, comes up pushes against the fence as well, doesn't he? He keeps yeah. you in like a B position. Yeah. He yeah. pushes you down. Yeah. You ain't getting no fucking submission from there, are you? Really? Not, yeah. The way he's got him, he's holding holding the wrist and he's just jackhammering him in the head. So he doesn't take him down and stand over him in the middle of the ring, does he? That's that's literally what he did against John Phillips in his UFC debut and then choked him out. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Like, he'll drag you to the corner and whack you. Go on, sorry. Like, he's... Yeah, he's... he's I, I think comes out has already won the fight and he's he's... I can't make an I can't make an argument for Burns. Burns a bad motherfucker. He'll take any fight. He'll fight anyone. He's got some good wins on his on his um, career. I mean that one over Wonder Boy was a bit of a snooze. Got jabbed out by Usman. Went five rounds with Woodley. Snooze again. KO'd Meyer. But boring. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the resume really good, but his time is over. There's you know it comes up just brings a lot more to this fight. He's gonna walk through him without any sort of any look in the rear view. Maybe he'll tease him and let him sh- let him shoot and I don't know. Mm, One yeah. thing uh, though, I, I like, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Burns has got a wicked overhand, and like it goes looping over the top. I mean, you've seen his videos when he st- when he put, puts people on their ass and when he catches was mm. with loops over the top. If Kamzak gets caught by one of them, we could be having a different conversation. Can't see it happening, but that's what he's got to land. I think he's got to land that big looping shot and catch him off guard like fucking Khabib did to um, McGregor. It's mm. got to be like, oh shit, what was that? Yeah, like he did against yeah. Usman. Yeah, it's got to be like, oh fuck. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and he did. He wobbled Usman with that exact shot that you're talking about, right? Like, mm. But I just, I think he's got too much. Burns has got too much to think about. I, I partially agree with you. I just don't think it's going to be as clear cut as you have said it is. I, I do think... Shamaya will win but um, I just don't think it's going to be easy like there's no way Burns is going down like fucking without a fight I just can't see it happening but yeah we could be wrong we have to tune in on Sunday to find out <laughs> live on pay-per-view five ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> Dana get me a job lad. <laughs> yeah. I mean look end of the day we're just we're just a couple of casuals but you know I'm on I'm on the hype train I think Hamzat's got to finish him impressively to to call for a title shot or maybe call um what's this what's the fucking douchebag's name oh colby yeah oh i'd love to see him maybe holy lord colby doesn't take that fight bro that fight don't happen nah depending on what comes up about to do to gilbert burns like you know that fight don't happen yeah he just colby's gonna keep calling out poirier yeah I don't know, Kobe was calling Kamzat cum shot. 
I mean, anyone called me cum shot, I'd be wanting, I'd be wanting to have a couple of rounds of you. So I don't know. But still, Cam said in his interview, he said, "Kobe won't fight me. He'll just call the police." He's like, "Kobe's a bitch." <laughs> I mean, jump him outside a steakhouse, eh? Swear to God, he had to say it four times because no one understood what he was saying. But um, he says everything in the same tone. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yeah. There's no, yeah, mental. That's it. Just Eastern European vibe. Eh? It's the Chechens. <laughs> yeah. The Chechen slap. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this podcast is brought to you by Block Asset. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Head and get your uh, Steve Mulally NFTs. <laughs> We're gonna get it in writing that he said Gilbert Burns is gonna beat comes up. Do you know what? If this hey, went, if, just if this went case, big man. time. I, I want to get sponsored by is it Musafi that make the yeah. protein bars yeah. Rob Wick is on that Rob if you're listening get me on board on that lad because it costs me six so you've got six bucks here for that for one of them protein bars mate honestly every time I'm eating it I'm just like Jesus Christ it's so expensive but yeah if you're listening was it Musafi is it what it's called it's Musashi or something Musashi yeah, yeah. yeah get me involved we could just skip then and try and get sponsored by Asahi how about that <laughs> now you're talking my language <laughs> alright so next up we go um, down to the 135 division um, we've got the <coughs> defending champion um, Jermaine Funkmaster Sterling against Peter No Rules Yarn sorry No Mercy Yarn <laughs> um, Funkmaster coming in obviously off the disqualification wing stripping the belt um, record of 20 wins 3 losses um, and Piotian coming in 16 wins, two losses, both to disqualification. Right. Has he got, has he got two for disqualification? <laughs> that is correct, yes. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> the other oh one was God. a... Uh, well, he lost to points, but he got deducted a point for uh, illegal headbutt, I believe. <laughs> against Ma- against Magomed Magomedov. And it was, it, was, it, was, it was a whole ordeal. But, uh, yeah, that was before the UFC and... How does one hang on let's talk about that for a minute? How does one throw an illegal headbutt? Well, I mean an accident was it accidental? Or... Yeah, yep. Yep, it was uh Or was it just proper Green Streets grabbing by the, the collars <laughs> and just boom? I think he would have got warned a few times for head clashes and you know. Listen, the guy doesn't know if he's on a street or if he's in a fucking octagon, like He's <laughs> he's an absolute fucking assassin. Yeah, uh, and old. I think he's about to do naughty, naughty things to Aljamain. I mean, Steve, if you if you're picking Aljamain Sterling in this one, not only will I not respect yeah. the decision, but I'm, you, I may lose respect for you as a person. No, but I mean, look, there, there's a case for it, right? Like, there's you can't look at this and go, it, it, you can't tell me that it doesn't smell of potential for an upset, you know. In the first round, Piotian starts extremely slow. El Joker do what he did to Corey Sanhagen and pull something tricky, take it to the ground and get his back. I don't see it happening, but, I mean, coming to this one, definitely, definitely going to be a mental battle. El Jermaine's had this fake belt for near on a year. He's had his neck surgery. Piotian's coming off a, a really good win against um, Sanhagen, went a solid five rounds um, after losing the belt obviously to Alger so keen to hear what you guys have to say about this one well I think I think the first round will go exactly how the first round went in the first fight I think Aljamain will come out super quick and it'll be pace 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 and as you said Jan starts really really slow so yeah I reckon Aljamain will get the first round um, just by sheer like numbers of like strikes but I think Peter Jan will figure him out and he, he'll want to teach him a lesson like if you think about how like much of a stone cold killer he is, and then to see Aljamain rolling around crying, like after getting that knee, obviously he's knee to the head, but like he made an absolute meal of it, and then you know going around like showing off the belt. I just think the only way I can see Aljamain really getting it is if it's got to if he's in Peter's head in terms of like, you know he he wants to get revenge too much, but um I just don't think that's something that Jan will do. I think Jan is gonna absolutely piece him up. Do you think anything is going through Jan's head other than, like, the disgusting things he wants to do to him? Like, no, I, I'm like, it's worrying. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like fucking hell. Like, I'd, I'd say, 
I say if they met on the street and no one would ever find out, then we would not be seeing Sterling anymore. Because like, <laughs> I just I wouldn't even want him to have any idea of what's going through his head. I think he's going to absolutely just take his head off. It's 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 tough, man. Because I had a lot of respect for Aljo, and mm-hmm. like he has some really good. He's had some good wins on his, you know, good submission over Cody Stammen. He beat Pedro Munoz in a really good fight. Went the, went the distance, obviously choked out Sanhagen, which was a bit of a shame. Um, but, yeah, he, he's definitely gone down. I think he did what he had to do in that fight, like, as fucked up as that sounds. He got an illegal knee to the face, like, and if the ref isn't going to call it and deduct a point, and you can't keep going, like, why, like he, he sort of did what he has to do. You don't want to, after getting seeing the tables turn, he could feel the weight shifting... He could feel that he was starting to lose the fight. He was gassed out. He did seem a little bit tired. Peter Yarn had that momentum and does what he does to everybody and was just building and building and pushing and pushing. Mm. And then Aljo, that was the way out of the fight, right? Instead of losing, he can just take that. And it was a really strange situation. But, yeah, I I, I think he, I think he did what he had to do, you know, to get the second fight, to, to just keep the belt and to get to where we are now. Tom, I heard you were picking Aljo. <laughs> um, right, let's just start with this one. He, he was crying when he lost. Belt on the floor, at a sulk, yeah? Yeah. And then, was it was a day later? Well, however long it was later, he's parading around with the belt. I'm the champ. Hang on. If you throw the belt on the floor, like, no, nah, I don't deserve it that way. Like, Justin Gaethje, when he had this fake belt, remember he had the interim title, yeah, all that yeah. sort of good stuff. Yeah. You know, you stay true to what you said, and then he's all... I'm just watching videos on them both, and Aljamain's in his gym making all funnies with with the embedded saying, "Hey, look at these rules! Like these yeah, is the yeah, real yeah. rules." You both seen the videos? Yeah. All yeah. Right. And then I flicked to another video of Peter Allen running on a treadmill at full speed, jumping off, sprawling, and jumping back on. I'm not breathing heavy. <laughs> so he, he is fighting Ivan fucking Drago. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. And Aljamain Sterling, who was getting whooped is now trying to make jokes to a guy that has no personality and has no soul. <laughs> He's trying to get in his head. Is he fucking thick? Have you seen that meme where he's not smiling? He's like, this is this is his face when his child was born or whatever. And yeah. then there's a the face when he, he loses and he's like smiling and he's like got both arms in the air. Listen to me. Stalin's going to get his head tucked clean off. I think you're right, Steve. The first round's going to go um, Aljo's way. I think... I think Pete Andrew's going to defend. He was just blocking, walking around, blocking, yeah. chilling, mm-hmm. feeling out what he's going to throw. And I think it's going to turn and I think he's going to he's gonna get stopped. It's not going to go all the way. Just, what is Sterling up to? He winds me up. Yeah, like, fucking, yeah. His bant is crap. Do you know what I mean? And that little rule book. And I was like, what are you in five? And I was like, and then this other guy is a monster. <laughs> Eat you kids. Brother, like the last time we did a, I can't remember which card it was, but... Peter Young was fight, fighting, um, it must have been Sanhagen. What was that? Fucking. Oh, God, that would have been a little while ago. When did he, when did he fight Sanhagen? That was when um, Jan lost the belt here to Glover Teixeira. But I think that was like one of the earlier fights. Yeah, it was for the interim. It was the co main event for the interim, interim title fight. Um, and we talked about it. And when Peter Young was fighting in the Russian. Um, boxing like the national boxing championships he was due to fight the next day for the for the championship belt and him and his friends went on a night out the, the night beforehand and he got into a fight and broke both of his hands the day before he had to fight in, in like the equivalent of the, the boxing olympics in Russia like this guy's a fucking crazy crazy motherfucker I wouldn't be surprised if he does stop him in the first round like I know he historically s- starts slow but he's in Al Jermaine's head you know all he has to do is knee him illegally in the fight now. <laughs> 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 imagine, that, imagine that fucking shit happens again. But look, yeah, yeah. he's he's either going to outwork him for five rounds or he is, we're going to see a new and improved Piotr Jan um, or, you know, Petey Yan or Cheetah Pan or whatever you guys want to call him. But I, I don't um, want to say his name in case I get it wrong when he comes <laughs> for me. <laughs> Honestly, I watch his videos and I'm scared. He's a monster. <laughs> he's looking through the camera at you, eh? Yeah, he's just no emotion. Just, yeah. oh, geez, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. I think Piotr one of 
he's he's the rightful champ of that division if if not um you know Aldo or Sanhagen but fuck he's fuck he's good to watch Jesus Christ he's so precise such a sniper solid foundations great grappling you know good jujitsu boxing out the gate um, I'm just looking at fucking Aljamain Sterling holding the belt and God it shits me to tears eh it's sickening but you got to do what you got to do he took that way out if he had done what you know if he had just faked unconscious then what I don't know it looked I, I can't comment because obviously you don't know yeah and, and he did take a good knee to the head but yeah he was he was up and he was falling over a little bit and I was like oh looks, looks like something off TV yeah. I was like I mean his eyes went exactly roll I don't know I can't really see it that way when I was watching I was like yeah a little funny yeah I was like, oh. like I, it was harsh it was a harsh knee don't get me wrong and yeah, yeah, the the right to not carry the fight on, but I think he was putting on a little bit. Well, it's illegal, right? There's like three rules in fucking MMA. What was it? Like, don't don't kick him in the dick. Don't put your finger in the mouth, and don't knee him when they're down. Like, come on. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. He's meant like, and the ref said, he's he's down, Peter. Or yeah, what he yeah, said, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. A, it's a ground opponent. Yeah, and, and all he all all the young thing was kill. <laughs> 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 what the fuck, mate? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, he's so funny. When, Didn't even say sorry. Just yeah. cracked on. He, he took. He, he probably took like the saying like, but win by any means necessary a little bit too literally. <laughs> yeah. But hey, oh. look. If it was a Nate Diaz attitude, bro, and it was a street fight again, Steve cracked it. Al Jermaine wouldn't be here right now, you know. Fuck, imagine he needs him when he's down. That's not even, that's not even fucking, I don't, I didn't want to talk about that. But I'm glad we're all on the same boat, I think, and you. Um, and then yeah. for the next three years, I don't think there's anyone that stops Pyotr. But how do you guys feel about a super fight, him and Volkanovski? How about that? Oh my God. Mm, that excites me. Oh, mate. Volk is the goal. So that would just be like, that would be insane. You know what's tough about it is they're actually boys. How funny is that? Piotr Jan and Volkanovski are boys. Yeah, they train together. Yeah, at Tiger Tiger Muay Thai in um, in Thailand. And but imagine P- imagine Piotr Jan being your friend. That would be amazing. Imagine Fucking. imagine <laughs> like imagine like he just it's it's oh it's time for Piotr's annual joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just fucking having a beer with the cannon. He goes, hey Steve. Knock knock. You're like, oh, <laughs> this, this. Strap yourselves in. This is going to be good. Like, <laughs> hey Steve, a scouse, an Irish, and a Kiwi walk into bar. <laughs> I'd love to see that fight. I think that would, you know, not. I don't think Alex would go down. Um, Piotr would probably have to go up, but it would be that would be a, a masterful performance to yeah. watch. That'd be a good five rounds, you know. That would be f- absolute fire. Yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't pick who would win. I'd obviously swear towards Volk because yeah, it's Volk. But hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Can he? Fuck. Shit. How does he deal with? Anyway, you know the fight's not happening. We'd love <laughs> we'd love it to happen, but um, Piotr's got to walk through Sterling. So you guys both think it's going to be stopped or like Sterling's pretty tough. He is, mate. But like, I don't know. Peter Yan is a different kind of animal. I think it, I think it will be stopped. Yeah, it, it, it's fight. Yeah, fight rounds a hundred percent. There's no way that Peter Yan is going to let him go the, the entire fight. And if he does, he's just going to be to play with him. That's the yeah. only way it's going to happen. You know what's funny? Oh. <laughs> the last loss that Sterling had on his career was to Marlon Moraes, like back in like fucking 2017 from a knee. <laughs> no he, way. Yeah, he got knocked the fuck out by Marlon Moraes, man. Yeah. But 2017 Marlon Moraes and 2022 Marlon Moraes is a lot different. But yeah, yeah, like it was like it was like a minute and a half or something into the first round, and he just smoked him. It was beautiful. So yeah, two losses to knees. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, we're coming to the main event of the evening for the uh, 145 pound belt. We've got the great Alexander the Great Volkanovski against uh, Chan Sung Jung. Steve, please run. Refrain from trying to pronounce that one. Let's just call him the Korean zombie. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. All right. <laughs> Let's hear it. Look, zombie it's it's, it's going to be unpatriotic of me to, to 
bet against Alexander Volkanovsky. Not that I would, not that I think he's going to lose, but I'm keen to hear uh, what you guys think. Go on, Tom, take us away, mate. Um, yeah, we have to go with Volk, can't I? Um, I can't see him losing a round. Uh, to be honest with you, I think he takes it wherever he wants to take it. I think it'd be smart of him to, to pressure and wrestle, tire him out, stand at the top of him. Um, as much as Volk striking is phenomenal, I've seen against Holloway. I mean, he stood toe to toe with Max at one stage, didn't he? And it was bang for bang. Absolutely. Um, so it is one of the one of the best strikers up there as well. Because if you stand toe to toe with Max, and he's got to be. But I think the way Korean Zombie is going to win if 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 he catches him in the center, catches him with something and drops him. Because Volk's been dropped before. Max dropped him twice. Correct yep. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been dropped, and Zombie has power. And he has some crazy finishes, people in crazy positions, floor, wherever you want it. That's the only way I think I can see Zombie winning. In the middle of the training, and Volk just loses concentration and he gets caught. But apart from that, I think it's a, he's either going to drown him in deep water, mm. and Zombie's a monster anyway, literally yeah. a zombie. Yeah. He'll, I can't see him. Probably, I think it could go all the way. I know Volk said he wants to finish mm. inside of three. But I've just got a feeling it probably go all the way and it'll, zombies gonna look, come out looking like a fucking zombie, like <laughs> black eye. You know what I mean? Like that's what I think. I think I think that's how it's gonna go. I've got a would you rather? Okay. Would you rather be the Korean zombie's leg after the fight on Sunday, or would you rather be Brian Ortega's face after the Volkanovski fight? Ooh. I reckon Korean Zombie's about to lose that fucking front leg, brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to have a real zombie dragging that fucking leg around the octagon, mate. Like, yeah. <sighs> Listen, I my legs are black and blue at the moment from leg kicks. <laughs> Not even just like, even like near my bone and stuff. It's just so sore. I take the black eyes. I take the black eyes every day and just... Just trying to blink and shit, but like the leg kicks, like unless you put me in a wheelchair, my missus is gonna roll me around, <laughs> which I can't see happening. She she push me down the stairs if anything. I can't see happening. I'll probably take the eye because I can crack on and probably still go to the gym. Yeah. But if if I lose a leg, it's so sore. Ah, especially nah. from Volk as well. Like there, there's a different level of leg kick. Shit, is it? Fucking what, mate? I think that's gonna be. Like, obviously, he throws a lot of leg kicks initially anyway, but Zombie, the way that he just plods forward, you know, it's just so open to those crazy leg kicks. You saw it against Chad Mendes before he knocked him the fuck out. Um, you know, and against Max Holloway, especially in the second fight, those early rounds, he sort of he sort of really led with those and then let them fall off. But, fuck, man, Volkanovski's leg kicks, you, when you think of leg kicks, you think of, like, what, Michael Johnson and, and Justin Gaethje and... Obviously now Dustin Poirier and all that, but brother Alexander Volkanovski has some fucking insane leg kicks. I think that's going to be a really good way to piece him up. I think he's going to finish Zombie, which is mm. probably an unpopular opinion. He's he's definitely due a finish, um, and they, I reckon they should have called that his last fight against Ortega at the end of the fucking third round or whatever it was when he beat the living shit out of him. They should have called that because Ortega couldn't even stand up, let alone get back to his stool, but... Zombie's so hittable, and and Alex isn't known for being like a huge power puncher. But if you start ripping that body and then going upstairs like he did against Chad Mendes, you know any anything's fucking possible. I think Zombie's gonna be starting to go towards the back end back end of his career. He he took a fucking hard five rounds against Dan Ige, got the win. Took a really hard five rounds against Brian Brian Ortega. Um, Got the loss there. Got knocked out by Yair Rodriguez, which was another fucking crazy battle. So you can pride yourself on being called the zombie and just walking towards your opponent. But at some point, somebody's going to shut the lights off bad, you know? Mm. Volk mixes it up so well. Fucking he, like, And he was saying in one of his last interviews, he was like, you could be the best boxer, you could be the best on the ground. He goes, but this is MMA. Mm. And he goes, I'll fucking just punch shit out of you in your guard. I'll... I'll the way he kicks, the body shots, moves mm. up to the head as well. The way he mixes everything up is, is why I think he's one of the best, 100%. I think head, yeah, head, head kicks as well. Like, Zombie's been knocked out by head kicks before. 
and that's not something that Volk, you know, Volk throws head kicks. You know, he could be too worried about the leg kicks, the leg kicks, and then bang, he goes upstairs. It's classic, you know, it's bread and butter. And you're right, man. It's, it's MMA, mixed martial arts. You can be as good as you want on the mat and fucking pull twisters and, and whatever and weird ducking elbows and shit. But yeah, Volk pieces it together like nobody, mate. And I think he's due a finish. He said it himself as well. He really believes that he's going to get the finish and he wants to get the finish. Mm. I think I think he's got absolutely every opportunity to do it in this fight. And I don't see a world where Zombie takes the belt off him. Maybe, I don't know. I... I don't know, someone else. Steve, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'll be completely one-sided. I think um, Alexander the Great is going to be great. He's just going to walk him down. Um, it's probably going to be definitely like the one of the last fights the zombie's going to have, I reckon, especially at the top. Um, he'll just drop right back down. But I think it's just kind of, you know, he's a legend, so give him a title fight. You know, you've got Holloway and you've got Ortega who recently went, so they're not going to get it, but... Yeah, I think what you said is very, very smart, Nick, um, in terms of the leg kicks. Um, I think that would play a big part in it. And then what Tom said, so, like, you know, probably go for a high kick then once he's worried about the leg. Um, Volk is just an animal. Like, even his last fight against Ortega when he was, like, fucking getting wrapped up and I thought it was over. And he just, I don't know how he got his head out of there. He must have had some Vaseline on that forehead or something. <laughs> it, was, it was mad. But yeah, I think he's, he, he'll beat him. Um, potentially go the distance, but I can, I can see him finishing Zombie as well, to be fair. Yeah, and it's, it's all well and good fighting legends, man. But we're, we're just in, in a time that we're just so blessed. You know, the, the sport of MMA is really maturing. If you look at that fucking division, man, the legends, you're right, are falling off. This is going to be Zombie's last shot at the title. You have a look at that division. It's fucking stacked, man. Number five, Kelvin Catter. Number six, Arnold Allen. Josh Emmett. Giga. Bryce Mitchell. Sadiq Yusuf, bro. Moza Evlov. Crazy. Shane Burgos. Crazy. Ilya Tapuria. Hand sanitizer boy. Fucking <laughs> absolutely crazy as well. So I think, chance, you know, Zombie can't beat. I wouldn't put him beating anybody in that top ten, let alone the champ, man. Unfortunately, you know. Agreed. Yeah. God, that division's 100%. rich. Holy shit. I know. Seriously, pull it up. It. Fucking pull it up and look at that shit. Volkanovski, Max Holloway, Brian Ortega, Yaya Rodriguez, Korean Zombie, Calvin Catter, Arnold Allen, Josh Emmett. Fuck. Oh. There's some good fights to make it there. And that fucking division, eh? Holy yeah, shit. They, they could split that division in two and just have a double. Whoa. <laughs> fight tournament whilst that movie called Warrior do one of them ones yeah, yeah. get them all to fight the same night fuck yeah Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah, King of that. the Ring yeah that, that division is fucking look disgusting eh? all the way that, just that top 10 look at that it's a monster even Barbosa's Bar, Bar number 12 and he's crazy Movzar Evlov really good up and comer Ilya Tapuria really good up and comer Shane Burgos is a fucking weapon I can't believe that guy makes 145 Bryce Mitchell as well, Tim. Yeah, Giga. Josh Josh Emmett's insane to watch. I love fucking watching that guy fight, bro. He's crazy. My man, Arnold Allen. Yeah. Oh, my son. Yeah. Fucking, we don't speak his name. Nice <laughs> <laughs> fucking hand sanitizer, boy. Right down the bottom, 15, yeah. But he's... Fif he's, he's good, 50. Yeah. Little gimp. <laughs> <laughs> don't start something and then get hands sanitizer bounced off your head yeah absolute divvy doesn't even he looks, to... a, he looks oh. a tit now don't he yeah, yeah. What, a, oh. what a nickname fuck mm -hmm. Jesus Volk rank 3 in the world pound for pound gee that's crazy isn't it mm, I think he I why think is cause... John Jones on there still Jesus Christ he's not fighting again surely nah no. Nah. Him and Stipe is the fight everyone wants to see, right? But fuck. The only time he'd be fighting will be in prison, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> or if he hears this podcast, eh? Oh, well, then I'd be, I'd be gone. I'd be gone off the grid. Fucking Jan and Jones after me. Fucking hell. See you later. <laughs> I'd rather Jones than Jan. Jan would stop. You got me an armbar and stop biting me or something. <laughs> No, you just you'd scratch him and you'd peel back his skin and it'll just be a metal skeleton underneath. <laughs> he's literally the Terminator. Like. Oh, <laughs> All right, boys, we've been on for an hour. Let's um, let's wrap it up like a, a good Christmas present. Let's go, 
potential performance of the night's um, most exciting fight that you're looking forward to and fight of the night? I'll give you a second to digest that information. But I think the fight that I'm looking forward to most, I mean, fuck, we're just the Coco main event, the co-main event, the main event, we're just very fucking spoiled. But I I feel like the people's main event in this one is is Dorino Burns against Kamza. Like, there's just... I feel like there's more riding on that fight than there is the two title fights, you know? Like, you can sort of see the belts. Well, obviously, Sterling's belts going back home to Mother Asha, but Fog's belt's <laughs> probably going to stay where it is. So, I think, yeah, the fight I'm looking forward to most has to be Gilbert um, and Hamza. Fight of the night, I mean... <sighs> the zombie and Alexander Volkanovsky fight could be crazy, you know? It could be five minutes of just trading back and forth abusing the leg Volk taking big shots from zombies zombie walking through big shots from Volk and up and down on the mat wrestling grappling anything crazy like that so it's going to be there's a lot to look forward to I think we're very very spoilt for this one you definitely could have made two two UFC main events out of this card easy agreed Steve talk to me what's the fight fight you're looking forward to most ooh um, looking forward to most has to be Burns and Shemayev um just Shemayev could have fought anyone and that would that probably be the one I'd be looking forward to most mm. um, yeah so that's just going to be so good like you know you get them few fights where you get that little feeling in your stomach and you get the little flutters and you go oh shit here it is and you get the yeah. sweaty palms so yeah. that's surely going to be one of them um, sorry just, just, just to cut, cut to the um, we've got a, someone calling in here he just wants to know if you just said sweaty hands or sweaty pants Sweaty hands. Okay. So sweaty palms, actually. But that's, you know, again, we just get the subtitles. It's all right. The, the listeners can read through it. So we get a, a little transcript for them. Yeah. yeah. Perfect, perfect. Apologies to cut you off there. I just had to make sure that yeah. we could still slap a uh, M15 sticker on this as opposed to R18. But anyway, back to the sweaty pants. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> um, performance of the night, Gilbert Burns. No, no, no. Joking, joking. Um, <laughs> nah, performance of the night, I think, will be Volkanovsky. I think. Mm. He's gonna be have far too much for the zombie, and then he's just gonna he's gonna be far far ahead of him. Do you think he stops um, him? Mm, that's a tough question. Yeah, yeah, I think he will. I think he will. Fuck yeah! And, and then there's only one fight tonight. Um, Ian Gary, easy. Shit. Mm. I don't know if I see that going out of the first. But that's all he needs, man. Yeah, for sure. Fuck, you're looking forward to that fight, aren't you? It's a bit of a sleeper fight, really. Like, it's sort of, there's just that much good on the main card that you sort of forget that, you know, some really good yeah, up and comings are on the I'm just happy to have a, a good Irish man to finally cheer for again, you know? Mm. It's nice. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> Tomo, well hit me. All looking, right. Looking forward to. Uh... Listen, I want to. I'm looking forward to seeing Hamzak walk out. Has he got walkout music? I, I think I think he gets like the the um, you know how they all love their um, like their trance and disco music like their sort of house, house. like the housey stuff. Okay, I'm looking forward to him walking out. Dad and Till standing behind him walking <laughs> out because Dan Till's in his corner. I think. Sure. Um, yeah, he said he's saying one of his videos. He's signed his signed his stuff to get in the corner. Um, yeah, I think performance of the night is either going to be comes out or it's going to be. Um, Volk mm. performance of the night wise um, that's the one I'm looking forward to the most yeah it's got to be that one actually I think Volk I think Volk turns it on and kicks fuck out of him yeah I'm excited for that as well but yeah buzzing for it fuck yeah and what, what an event as well I, again like it could be split into if you made another card next weekend with El Jermaine and Piotr Jan on the as the main event like you, you wouldn't be like mm. that's you know that's not unreasonable I think it's good the way they're doing it now, though, because it used to be just one big, one big fight you're looking forward to, but now it's stacked. It's so yeah. fucking crazy, man! Like even looking at the next card at the start of May with Oliveira Gaethje, holy shit, dude! Like crazy, crazy cards coming up, and then you've got I can't wait to see Yuri Prokashka take on Glover Teixeira as well later in the year. Oh, That's gonna be yes. fantastic, you know. And then, bro, you've got Michael Chandler's fighting um, Tony Ferguson. What the fuck? Yeah, that, that's big as well. You know, oh, that's on the same card as that's on the Gaethje card as well. And the no, um, Rose Namunes card. Oh yeah, yeah, UFC that's it. Yeah, two yeah. seventy four. It's um, 
And Sidoni's on that card as well. Fuck. On the card. Joe, La- Joe Larson, is he still fighting? He is too. Oh, bro, that's going to be a retirement fight. Oh, surely. Donald Cerrone versus Joe Larson. That would be class. Fuck yeah. He's, that'd be oh, awesome. Oh, Brandon Royval, Matt Schnell. That's a hell of a fucking fight. Why is that so far down the card? Wait, there's Shogun Rua fighting Urban St. Cruz. I completely missed that. Look down, light heavyweight. Wow. Shogun. When the fuck was Shogun's last fight? Fuck knows. Gee. That's my fuck. Any, anyway, yeah, that, that, that's, I mean... Like that's, we'll do another podcast for that one. A hundred percent. We're just, yeah, so spoiled. It's such a good time to be an extremely casual fan of, you know, the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Love being a casual. Hey, Steve. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, thank you very, very much for joining us. Um, for It's been a, a hell of an hour. It's absolutely flown by. Really looking forward to the fights this weekend. It's great to be back on the mic and, and just tearing on Steve for an hour and, and now I've got another punching bag joining us as well it's been absolutely fantastic but not looking forward to seeing you in person Tom I know he's going to absolutely destroy me tomorrow open mat but um, Steve look it won't be too long before we're, we're looking at you training with you up there at City Kickboxing as well but uh, any any signing off words any last uh, last memoirs tidbits eulogies advice digs insults <laughs> nothing for me just a pleasure to have Tom here with us um, good to hear your voice mate and good to get your casual opinions but um, yeah just looking forward to the fights 110% Tom anything from you then my friends shout out to all the fans in Liverpool is it? <laughs> I was good as always nah thanks for having me um, hopefully bring some more fans in for you and we'll do this again sometimes it's been good crack um, yeah Look forward to seeing you, Steve, and kicking fuck out of each other. That's what we do best. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, lads, this again, Nick Woodley, Tom Hother, and Steve Mullally signing off for MMA Casuals Corner. Keep smashing, watch the pay-per-view, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Bye. Who would you like to see next when you step into the octagon? Everybody, everybody. I come here for everybody. Kill everybody. I'm the champ. I'm the kick. Kill everybody. Ah!